Is everybody ready for the freeze? It's coming. Uh, how do, I true. mean, I've packed all my jackets. Good. You're all all your jackets? How many jackets do you plan on wearing at That's one time? That's a good point. How many jackets I have a formula for this. Okay. Is that you need one jacket for every 10 degrees below 70 that it is. You need a different jacket for every 10 degrees? Yes. So you need a, a, a jacket for 60, for 50, for 40? Yeah, but so if, it, if, if we're talking like fl- like this type of jacket, like a f- thin that's a, fleece, that's then yes. Sweatshirt. That's a sweatshirt. Whatever. <laughs> then you need one for every 10 degrees below 70. A down jacket counts for three of those jackets. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so like zero to 30 is one down jacket. Right. Okay. And then 30 to 40 is a, a light fleece of some kind. Well, you got a layer. Right. right. Sure, okay. Yeah. This so you a- would have to, zero to 30, you would need probably two fleeces and a down jacket. You are packing more jackets than I think I have ever taken anywhere in my life. Than I own. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the Beyond Sunday podcast. We're exploring how to take our faith beyond Sunday morning. Uh, we can say Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. And with me as always, this is Patrick, by the way, is Pastor <laughs> David Bowser. How are we doing, Patrick? Elise McCarter. Still here. Still pretty successful. It's the second day of Christmas. Yes. What did, did, you, it, what did your true love get you? Two turtle doves, obviously. Two turtle doves. Yeah, yeah, it's really bird heavy, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Lame, I, think, yeah. I don't want a, a turtle yeah. dove. I don't want any of them. Yeah. <laughs> no much, birds. Much less two of them. Yes. Right. I'll take two of something else. I don't, yeah. You, yeah. you pick. Yeah. Uh, other birds or just two? No, of preferably not fowl. Just yeah. two of anything. <laughs> two dow jackets. Sure. Right. I'll take two dow jackets. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yes. Coming to you the day after Christmas. Mm-hmm. How do you think our Christmas Eve services went here? I bet our Christmas Eve services were great. I bet so too. I bet the sermon was adequate. <laughs> I, Way to set that bar for yourself. Uh-huh, and I trust that God showed up regardless. <laughs> so, hardest, I mean, one of the hardest ones to preach on, right? Because it's, it's just like... It's the same story every year, right? It, yeah. It has not changed in yeah. like 2000 And it's years, like so. one that everybody knows. Too, yeah. Right? Like yeah. you can't like... It's hard to be like, what's the unique spin? Because... Yeah. This is this comes around every Christmas. Yeah. Well, know? I can tell you because this will come out after the podcast, yeah. so I can give you a little. You got a spin, a post spin. So this year, uh, we're looking at a, an inscription that is from the, the Roman Empire that basically has the same uh, verbiage and language that the angels use with the shepherds in the announcement of Jesus's birth. And so we're looking at how there's a gospel that the world tries to tell us that's rooted in uh, someone being born that's actually going to oppress us, and the true gospel comes from Jesus Christ. And what's the huh. difference that we have there? Well, that's kind of cool. Okay, great. I look for. Well, I'm going to the four o'clock, so I won't hear it. Yeah, you won't hear it. Yeah, yeah. you can listen in later. Sure. Yeah. So you're not doing it at the four o'clock? At the four o'clock, we do the children's program, and that's then right. we ha- yep. and then we have just a, a brief children's message. So I will touch on some major themes, but it'll yeah. be much more. Kid centric. Yep. Probably less Greek in the four o'clock version. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be great. Still some yeah. Greek, but so, less, oh, less right. some Greek. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes, but just a little less. All right. Um, this is the last Beyond Sunday of the year, too. Ooh. Not the last Beyond Sunday. No. Right. Of twenty twenty. Of twenty two. Yes. There's at least one more because we already recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, TBD. <laughs> we'll see you at the New Year. Right. We will see. Yes. But uh, uh, there's at least one coming out next Monday because mm-hmm. it's already done. Yeah. Um, so I feel like for our news section, we're going to do a little bit of year in review. Okay. From, a, a reflection. From UPI.com. And I don't know what that means. UPI. Okay. Huh. Yes. Um, it sounds, like, it yeah. sounds like, a, like a name that somebody would give to a substitute teacher. Like, right. <laughs> or right. it sounds like a disease. Right. right? Like, I, like I think I've had that infection maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I need to call Upper the doctor or something. Yeah. For, for my UPI. What was that one? <laughs> IP Freely. That was the. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, the Tin Oddest. Guinness World Records of the Year. Oh. All right. Let's get it. Okay. So I'm going to, this will actually be a little bit of a quiz. Okay. Because oh, okay. Okay. I'm going to ask you some questions about these. What okay. do you think? I love it. Okay. So first up, from Jamie Keaton, hmm. uh, 
AKA Canhead or Canpa to his grandchildren. Canpa. Sure. Canpa. Yes, he used air suction mm-hmm. to place Coke cans on his head. Okay. So you, know, so you get that, like you would kind of like put the Coke can on like twisted, so like it just kind of sticks. Oh, like okay. hi- hickeys, basically. Like, like a like hickey. The- yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. How many did he get on his head? So obviously he's bald. Yeah, I mean, okay. that, th- so that's a lot don't. of real estate. Yeah. You, want, you you need to get, shave that head and probably no yeah. beard too, right? To get as much as you want on there. How much are we counting? Like, are we going on to the shoulders at all? No, or no, is this all head, ne- neck head. up? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or chin up? Chin up. Chin up. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm going to say 30. Okay. Okay, I'm trying to figure out surface area here. Yeah, how big is this guy's head? This isn't I mean, important. An, I don't know, normal size? Or it's, you know. Some lar- people have large heads. Larger than, than normal, you know? 22. He had 10. Okay, so oh. you overestimated oh, yeah. <laughs> You overestimated this world record. Okay, yeah, so so uh. 10. And I like how you were like thinking, measuring on my head as you were doing this, Elise. <laughs> well, this is how I figured this out, okay? I figured he could do five this way. Okay. okay. And Solid. then like four deep, except the rows would get smaller closer to the sure, back, mm, like sure. the nape of the neck. And the, like, I, I'm guessing like having them here's, like. Here's an image. Oh, okay. So they did go out vertically. Yeah. See, I feel oh. if that's the most, I feel like that's disappointing. He could have gone. He could have he gone. He could more. get a couple yeah. more in There's there. There's a lot of face range in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure it's tough to get these things stuck sure. to your face. And they okay. have to stay there. I'm assuming until the other ones fall. Like, Do you have to have like a fleshy skull to pull that off, or uh, uh, probably helps. Well, according to Keen, yeah. I actually have a skin condition that's not named yet, where my skin pores literally suck in oxygen. Guess what? what? We're now calling it Coke skin. Right. <laughs> We're calling it UPI. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a minute. <laughs> I don't think we, I don't think we want to go into this any is... further. De- He's a fish. It's fine. Don't worry right. about it. It's, <laughs> it's one of those like lung fish that's like <laughs> come up on. And this is blood. also <laughs> this is what he's saying. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Unverified. Yeah. An unnamed. Undiagnosed uh-huh. skin condition. Yes. Can you just claim that? Like, actually, my pores suck in oxygen. Keaton did, so I don't know. Go to your it. next interview uh, and see if you get away with it. Let's move on. I'm not that impressed. I agree. Yeah. Look, look at the photo. He could at least get one more. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Somebody can get eleven. Yeah. This is our goal for 2023. <laughs> Patrick is going to. We're going to start training. Okay. Yeah. Uh, most eggs balanced on the back of the hand. Oh. By Ibrahim Sadek of Iraq. How many did he wow. get balanced on the back of his hand? Question. Hard-boiled, uh, raw, or out of the shell? In shell? I mean, like... It could be hard-boiled out of the shell. Six. Okay, we got six from Elise. Most eggs balance on the back of the hand. Yeah, I assume raw eggs. Let's just say raw eggs. Okay. So I'm going to assume that you could stack. Because like, you could use your fingers to like, um, brace, and you could do like a pyramid action. So I'm going to go with nine. Eighteen. Oh. Ooh. That's a lot of eggs. That's Ooh, a lot that of is eggs. a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's... As many as I buy from the store at one time. That's one of those dozen yeah. and a half packages. That's right. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. And you know, like they're saying, you know, you can't stack eighteen eggs in your on your hand without breaking a few eggs, right? Like, sure. <laughs> don't put all your eggs on one hand. Right. That's, that's rule number one. Classic uh, <laughs> proverb. Uh, from Sadiq, you need to have a high level of focus when attempting such a record, sure. which sure. is difficult to achieve. Uh, not from a Sadiq. Also, why? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> why use it on other useful things when mm-hmm. you could stack eggs on the back of your hand? <laughs> yes, not. <laughs> All right, I'm going to be needing some eggs. I feel like that's You're a record. I feel like this is a record. Can, this, yeah. is what, this is when you got. You yeah, can we get can take this right. Okay. I don't really want to shave my head for the first one. Well, you got you got a couple of weeks, or Ooh. not a couple of weeks, but a couple of days before to get it in before 2020. Okay. Sure. Yeah. You can still still there's still time to call yeah. Guinness. Still live my best life in this year. Okay, here we go. Um, fastest time to find and alphabetize the letters in a can of alphabet soup. So the fast time to put all twenty six letters out of one can and put them in order. Oh, so you, this so should not, be different every time, though. You're not because they're all different noodles. No, no, no. You're not alphabetizing the entire can. You're, you're finding one one of each twenty six letters and putting them in and, order. 
But are you guaranteed to have? You're not. That's, oh. that's what I'm saying. It would be different every time. So it would be different every time. Yeah. It's just to be successful, you have to have the right can. Right. Okay. So, so the might, fastest time to so do So it's that. like solitary. You might not always yeah. win. That's true. So, so how, how fast did uh, Jacob Chandler of Oregon do this? 22 seconds. Okay. 40 seconds. Two minutes and 8.6 oh seconds. That just seems, come on, come I, on. We I can feel do like, better. I feel like I could do that one today. <laughs> I feel like I do that right now. Right? Like, not even a practice. Right. Like, two minutes? That's not, does that, that's does so that, high. Does that include opening the can? Like, is he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he says the most difficult aspect is differentiating between the M and the W. I mean, the difficult aspect is looking yourself. Flipping it over. Flip it over. Like, I think the most difficult aspect is looking at yourself in the mirror. After doing right. This. <laughs> <laughs> this is my life this achievement. This is what I just said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, furthest tightrope walk in high heels oh. by Vermont teenager Ariana Wonderly. All right. Okay. Okay. So, so she. Okay, I'll tell you right now. Four inch heels. Okay, that's the heels. Okay, so four inch heels. That's that's a good are amount. These, that's a good are amount these of heels. Four inch stilettos. Or are these like platform shoes? I don't know. I just know it's four inch heels. Not that that makes. I don't. Sense. I don't think it matters for a tightrope. And I don't think it would be a platform. That only shoe, matters that for like your bunions. Shoe, not a heel. Well, but like there's the ones where like the heel is like a wide heel versus like a very narrow heel. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not sure. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. don't have, I do not have that information. I feel like a wide heel would make a difference. Yeah, that would to make me, a difference with the platform. No difference one. at all. <laughs> but to, to her, right. maybe I should consider the yeah. difference. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> all right. Uh, so people can walk like a really long way on a tightrope, right. but you also have to have like the mechanical possibility to sure. have a span over which to cover that distance. Right. So, and also on heel. So either you're doing it all on your tiptoes, right, with like your heels in the air, mm-hmm. or you're on this, you know, thing in heel. Yeah. That, that's a little tougher to maneuver. Is the distance yeah. in feet. The distance is in feet. Okay. Dang it. 300 right. feet ish. Okay. That's okay. like a football field. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's about what I was going to go with, too. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to just for funsies say 250. 639 feet. Ooh. Yeah. Which d- the previous record was 49 feet. Well, wow. that. I know. Yeah, like, I mean, look, if you're going to break a record, you want to be like, nobody, c- nobody yeah. challenge me. Right. Yeah. Nobody's going to come after me. Smoke them. Yeah. Two, two football fields, man. That's, that's, that's pretty good. good. That's pretty. She, uh, She's been performing with the youth circuit since two. So the youth circuit, okay. Youth yeah. circus since the age of two. Oh, so still. Man. All right, fastest time to eat ten Carolina Reaper chilies. <laughs> oh Lord, um, like eat and keep them down. Yeah, so this is ten in seconds. So. Oh. So it's less than a minute. It's less than a minute. I'll have to give that to your hand. It's in seconds. Yeah. I'm gonna do five seconds. 18, wow, eighteen seconds. That's I mean because you, you could do it. multiple. At I, mean, once, I guess you could just like right? just swallow it, them right? Get them down. Thirty-three point fifteen seconds. Ugh. Yeah, could have done better. That is yeah. a, this is a uh, that is a disgusting record. Gregory I'm not Foster going for that one. Yeah, not, no interest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll the soup. I mean, I don't care about it, but yeah, sure. no problem. Two yeah. minutes is so much time. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right, largest gathering of people with the same first and last name. Huh. Okay, how many people, same first and last name, uh-huh. all, all in one place? This is in Japan. Japan's oh. same oh, name association. Okay. Sure. Of Hirozuka Hirozuka Tanakas. So these are all Hirozuka Tanakas. Oh, okay. I uh-huh. love this. Uh, I'm going to say, are, is this in feet or meters? This is in people. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> not like surface area. It's like number of people. <laughs> so close. <laughs> <laughs> I, was actually, I was asking the question as a joke, but yeah, that's all right. Uh, I'm going to go with 1,500 people. Wow. That's, I think there's a lot yeah. of Suzuki Tanakas. 
Yeah, but, but you they have to be part of the same them. name. They got, yeah. well, they got to join that same name. And they have to be extroverted enough to want to do that. Plus, if, if and you, be interested in a same name association, listen, which I think I that's hear, a unicorn. If I hear that there are people getting together all the David Bowsers to set a world record, I'd go. You're going to buy a Would plane you? ticket? If David Bowser Prime you well, know, okay. emails you, I'm like, hey, I'm David Bowser Prime. Come join me in Vermont. First off, I'm David Bowser Prime. Let's Patriarch. Be well, he's, you're going to him. Like, I'm, I'm the original. He's reaching out to me. All right. Uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm going to go with 1,500. I'm sure that's way off. Uh, I'm going to say 200. It's 178. Oof. Which yes. broke the previous so record of 164, which by a gathering of Martha Stewart's. Uh, <laughs> was was I, I don't know. Martha Stewart there? I don't know. I don't know if Prime Martha Stewart was there. Yes. Uh, okay. Furthest distance to blow a pee. To, to what? To, you, you, you blow on a pee and it moves. Oh, like a... Yes. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> That's not what I thought. Nope. Okay. All right. So this is by serial record breaker David Rush. This is his 250 <laughs> Guinness World Record title. So do you just you get one breath? By the way, David, go for that alphabet soup one. It's right, right. there. It's waiting. For <laughs> so <it>. easy. <laughs> one it, breath. One breath. So you get, get you just go, and how far does the pee go? Well, on, I, assume, on I assume once it gets so far, you know, you're. It doesn't matter how many breaths right, you but take. It, but it's not like you get one continuous breath that you get to like move along with it. You have to stay in a stationary place and move it away from you. Is the pee frozen or? <laughs> what's cooked? the What's the friction level of the surface of the pee? Right. Uh, all I know is. He used the breath in his lungs to do it this long across a level floor. That's all I know. I mean, there's a video, uh, but I'm level, not going to watch 12 it. 12 feet. Okay. Yeah, that seems like this. I'm going to go 10 feet. 84 feet Ooh. and 11.28 inches. So, I mean, I bet for all practical purposes, 85 feet. Yeah. So, it's pretty good. But he definitely yeah. was moving with that. He was not standing in one place and no. going away from him. By the way, uh, Rush had this title. And it was taken away from him. And he recaptured it. Oh, oh my boy. gosh. Go I love a comeback. He came back for it. It's like this. Rocky II. Yes. <laughs> right. oh, uh, longest, longest journey by pumpkin boat oh. paddling. Sure. Longest journey paddling a pumpkin boat. So you're in a pumpkin sure. and you're paddling it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yeah. By Dwayne Hansen. So you're uh, a human in a pumpkin boat. This is you're not like a mouse yes. in a pumpkin boat. This is on the Missouri River. <laughs> okay. So it's on the Missouri River. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, with the current or against the current? Because I feel like the current would be advantageous here. <laughs> too many questions. <laughs> All these have given me two sentences, basically, of information. Okay. All right. It's got to be long, yeah. right? I'm going to say two miles. I think it's more than that. I feel like a pumpkin can keep water out for That's a minute. I mean, it's got to be a pretty big pumpkin for Dwayne right. Hansen to, to right. climb on it. Maybe Dwayne Hansen's a small person. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? So David says two miles. That's two miles is a long way to paddle anything. I think it's more like 30 miles. Okay. 37.5 miles. Good job. Yeah. So <laughs> that's pretty good. I mean, that's that's a long way to paddle a pumpkin. I'm, right. I'm thinking he was definitely going with the current. And so yeah. that, that record is like, like current that's, dated. It's that's <laughs> further than I would want to paddle a kayak. Yeah, right. for sure. That's a long ways. All right. Uh, and I think this. Oh, no. We had two more. Uh, I'd like to take a pumpkin through some rapids. <laughs> can you imagine why water pumpkin yeah, like water you, pumpkin. <laughs> it's all the rage yeah. <laughs> you hit one rock though and that thing like splits open <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, i'm sure that's probably part of the challenge right My like, pumpkin. Yeah. does your pumpkin stay together because yeah. once right. it takes on water it's over yeah right. game, like, game done yep. yeah. all right uh fastest time to assemble mr potato head oh by lim kai of uh butterworth malaysia Butterworth. What? <laughs> they have a syrup factory. <laughs> As in British, Mrs. Butterworth. British colony. It's British colony. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, Butterworth. Um, 
um, it's got to be so like seconds, right? Yeah, fully yeah. disassembled. You're putting it all together. Yeah, 4.2 seconds. Uh, 15 seconds. Uh, 5.43. Wow. So that's pretty good. Yep. I think I could beat that one. <laughs> Do you really? I don't know. That How is... hard is it to put together Mr. Potato Head? It, five seconds is pretty fast. If I train for it. Gonna, you, you have to be like not fumbly though, you know. Like everything has what to makes be you really. Think I'm fumbly? I feel like you might be fumbly with the potato head. I, I handle have, the body of Christ every week. All right. <laughs> I have a potato head in my office. Yeah. So we can. We should try this. So, all right. Yeah, like, after the, this, we're gonna time you putting no, together. We're, gonna, potato we're going. Head. Right so now. I think he only has one. <laughs> and we're back. I don't know. This other, yeah. yeah. It was. It was thirty seconds. Right. <laughs> 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 An embarrassing two minutes and a half. <laughs> and finally, finally, oh. the longest beard chain. So what? I'm already disgusted. So I don't even want to know. This, what this is, is from the 2022 National Beard and Mustache Championship in Casper, Wyoming. Oh, you have your beard kind of like woven together in the longest chain. So like, like with other people, with other people. Yes. So oh. like on in either side, I split my beard in either direction and Correct. it's woven together to, to two other people. And yes. so it's like beard to beard to beard to yes. beard to beard. Beards and across I, America. And, yes. and how far <laughs> how far can we stretch those beards? Yes. Yes. Okay. So this is going to be disgustingly long yeah because people come what? out for this beard thing <laughs> one they're going to casper wyoming yep. right? so it's not in the middle of nowhere so th- they're going to be there uh i'm uh, gonna say all right feet or meters feet, feet. we're it's in america okay yeah standard system um okay but it's not like a mile according to patrick's feet unless he knows that 5280 feet is a mile i do know that okay yeah. so <laughs> maybe i'm gonna say Half mile, which would be like 2,500 feet. Okay. Elise? Oh, gosh. I'm going to say 400 feet. That's 150 feet. I mean, it's not that's that. That's it? Oh. I agree. We overestimated that is beards. On. Yeah. Come on, beard and mustache right. championship. Beards right. everywhere. You should be disappointed with yourself. Agreed. That's only like, a, I mean, it's only like 150 people. You know? Yeah. Right. Maybe less. You could get more than that, I think. Yeah. I'm going to grow mine out to join okay, this. Okay, consider that this is bearded men mm-hmm. who are, are willing women? to tie their faces to other men's faces. <laughs> yeah, but if you have a long enough beard, you're at like a four foot distance from the other person. Yeah. Right. Look, you don't understand but the, the, who the beard, beard, that long, the beard camaraderie. That's right. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's true. I do not understand the, it. The beard rod. Yeah. The beard rodery. <laughs> beard rodery. <laughs> that happens. Beardery. You know, in Casper, Wyoming. Yeah. Okay. Weren't we just near Casper, Wyoming? We were in Wyoming. I mean, probably. I mean, re- right. <laughs> relatively speaking. Nearer than I, am I think now. there's That's a right. city in Wyoming. There are multiple cities in Wyoming. <laughs> I think we were close. To- Depends on how you how you classify as a city. Yeah. So I've been into Wyoming. There are places where people accidentally, live. Accidentally, I was trying to stay in Colorado and went into Wyoming. Yeah. I mean, there Chey- was not. You missed. Cheyenne much. is a city. <laughs> is <Yeah>. there <laughs> another one? <laughs> no, we don't know. Casper. Maybe uh, Casper. Casper's a city. I bet Casper's a town. Casper? No, Casper's a city. It's got skiing and stuff. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Are you looking this and up? Beards. I am. I'm going to see if we were anywhere near Casper, Wyoming. Yeah, we weren't that far. We were. I mean, we were south of it, but we weren't that far from it. Cool. There you go. Next time. <laughs> next next time we go to Wyoming, we'll overlap with the Beard Festival. So yeah. I, yeah. I can get up there and be part of history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you were bearded. I am so bearded. Are you get, something you're interested in? I'm probably going to need a little more length Yeah. my beard. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. can't braid that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't want to beard I mean, shame you, but we could, but, could but, that. but the beards on my left or right are going to be doing all the heavy lifting. Like yeah. they're, they're <laughs> having to be, come like, to, to my you. beard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to theirs. Yeah. Yeah, you got to come to me. <laughs> how would Cat feel about you growing out your beard for the beard festival? <laughs> you know, she's a listener, so we'll, I'll let you know how she. Cat, right in Beyond Sunday Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. We want to hear your thoughts on yeah. Patrick's right. beard record that he's yes. going for. 
I think I can predict this. I think, Absolutely not. I think <laughs> when we come back in 2023, I'm going to bring some alphabet soup, and we're going to time ourselves to see who can do it the fastest. Because yeah. I think okay. that two minutes is not seriously. Let's do that. Yeah. That will be fun. Okay, but It'll also be way better than pilk. Every every can might not have the full alphabet. That's that's, that's the risk. Right. Okay. That's, yeah. yeah. Okay. So look for that sometime in January. Yeah. Sure. Why not? <laughs> also, strong, quite strong chance we. F- I forget. Yep. <laughs> there yeah. it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, Lots gonna happen between now and then. Okay. All right. What's our real story today? Uh, we're talking about Christmas. We're, ta- are, we're talking are about a Christmas pageant. Ooh, yes. we had a Christmas program. Yes, I mean, as as of recording, we have not. But right, but as, as of, of time release, of listening, yeah, time of listening, it happened. So let me ask you: at our it Christmas was probably pageant, great. I've not watched it yet. Yeah. Do we have flying drummers? <laughs> we do not. <laughs> so spoilers. First, first up, <laughs> have you seen the viral video of uh, a me- mega uh-huh. church here in Texas? Uh-huh. Their upcoming Christmas pageant yeah. that has flying drummers. I have seen it because you showed it to me. Yes. Hmm? Uh, you want to, somebody, what do y'all want to describe this video? Yeah, so, I mean, picture your classic non denominational uh, worship space auditorium. Yeah, auditorium. Yeah. So, you know, big, kind of wide uh, mm-hmm. space. And mm-hmm. then, um, you know, so you've got aisles coming out in like a star pattern from the, from the stage, right? Yeah. So, it's not oh. like a straight back, it's a, you know, kind of a directional thing. And yeah. over top of each of those aisles, and maybe even over top of the audience, I don't remember exactly, are mm. suspended from the ceiling humans. <laughs> in harness. In harnesses, yeah. uh, holding uh, snare drums like you would see in a marching band. And they are, rather than like walking along the ground, mm-hmm. like humans do, right. uh, they are now suspended in the air and being flown across the audience <laughs> as they're rat-a-tat-tatting on their, yes. yeah. on their drums. It's truly, it's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Absolutely. Uh, you're missing yeah. one of the other factors is behind them is a giant <laughs> LED oh, screen right. Jesus. that That's says right. Jesus. Yeah. Well, I figured that was already built into your picture of <laughs> a nondescript, non-denominational yes. worship space. Yeah. Right? And when I say giant, yeah. you're thinking, that's probably pretty big. It's bigger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you think, it's bigger it than that. massive. Yeah. That says Jesus all across it. Right. Yes. Like, if you've seen the big cross off of 99 here in Houston, <laughs> it's sure. to that scale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is, it's, it's pretty That's incredible. like the, well, there's not a T in Jesus, but that's like the, yeah. 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 The T in Jesus. That's the, the T in Christ. That's Jesus. what I was going for. Yeah. So, yeah. I saw this on Instagram, and it, it was, uh, you know, it's, a, it's something else. Yeah. And th- so, this is for their Christmas spectacular their, their christmas program that they're putting yeah. together yeah it's called the gift of christmas sure yeah so as we all know <laughs> yes. comes with drummers flying over top of right. my head yeah i'm sure it's impressive to see like if i went to like a <laughs> if i went to like a trans-siberian orchestra thing or something like that and, and all of a sudden have, the yeah. drummer started flying over top of the yeah. audience like, oh wow look at that or, right. uh, or like cirque uh, du soleil yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah i'm sure it's cool to see drummers yeah. flying over top of you yeah not yeah. sure that this, has anything this to do is with christmas practice. <laughs> they do 14 performances of this show sure <laughs> and it involves a cast of over a thousand people mm-hmm. <laughs> i cannot confirm if all of them are flying or not <laughs> i doubt it but yeah uh that includes choir live orchestra flying angels and live animals mm-hmm so, fly, so are other the other flying flyers, things? yeah, yeah. Other flyers. okay. Or maybe these drummers are dressed like angels. Can't confirm. This angel, is, angel this, drummers. This would be the <laughs> dress rehearsal that we see. We see yeah. their dress rehearsal. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we do not see the live performance. Uh, unfortunately, if this is something that is in, of interest to you, it's already happened. It's already happened. Yeah, yeah. game over. Yeah, can't cannot can't go. Yep. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Maybe. Uh, Probably it's in not. Prestonwood Baptist Church, which I think is near Dallas. Okay, so. mm-hmm. it sounds like something Dallas would do. Yeah. So couple thoughts <laughs> <laughs> only a couple uh, yeah. um well first i'll give you some things that people kind of um said about it mm-hmm. 
Uh, I simply love the gospel when drummer boys fly around the manger. It adds a certain dignity to the birth of Christ. <laughs> sure. Yep. My favorite one is uh, tell me the pastor has a private jet without telling me the pastor has a private jet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So let me ask, what do you think about this as part of a Christmas spectacular, a Christmas pageant? Your initial thoughts. It- mm. All right. So <laughs> we did not have any flying drummers. At our Christmas pageant, correct? Oh, we do not have any flying drummers at our Christmas pageant. Okay. We do not have any flying anything. Did you? Did you? Didn't you? Didn't come down from the ceiling on a wire? <laughs> it, it was discussed. It yes. did not happen. It's like Tinkerbell uh, at uh, right. Disney World. That's right. Everybody, everybody has to clap, and then I come down to give my sermon. That's got to got to get the clap beforehand. Right. That's right. Yeah. right. Not coming afterwards. Right. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, I'm writing notes for next year. This is gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my thoughts on it. So here's the thing: they're clearly setting out with the Op, or with the intention of entertaining you with the notion that if we entertain you, you will come and we will be able to tell you about the birth oh, of Christ. It is 100% church attainment. Right? Yeah, that, <laughs> like, that is the goal. And so if their goal is to provide something that is potentially entertaining to an audience who may not actually care about church, sounds like they're doing something that might do that. Yeah. I have zero interest in going to or participating in or, or having sure. this be a part of this because I think it is a distraction um, from what the intention of the story is actually to be about. And for me, uh, you know, yes, there are ways in which we have to uh, adapt the gospel in order to fit and be told in the culture, right? We're always telling the the gospel in a cultural context. Um, but I think this for me has gone too far away from the center of the gospel, which is uh, drawing us towards a lowly manger um, for a poor family who was away from home in the you know in the middle of the night and was lost and scared and all of this stuff and is now like a multi million dollar I'm assuming production. I mean, if you have a cast of a thousand, I'm assuming multi million dollar yeah. production. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of the classic. What else could you have done with that money sure. quandary for me? Mm-hmm. But also, the church's like rebuttal to yeah, like we'll criticism get to, we'll get to the really rebuttal. annoyed me. Yeah. I didn't read yeah. that. Okay, <laughs> yeah. we, you should. Uh, oh, hopefully, we'll, we'll read that. We, we are. We're going to. It read really it. bothered yeah. me. Yeah. No, just getting you know, our reactions to the video. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's whatever, but it's I don't know. I, obviously, I think most at least Protestant church services. Yeah, I think if they're done well, have at least a sense of kind of like a theatrical element to it, mm-hmm. right? In that mm-hmm. and that we understand that part of what we're doing is to engage the audience, sure. our mm-hmm. congregation. You know, mm-hmm. like so it has to have some level of theatricality to it. Uh and that would mean you try to make your sermon interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, <laughs> like that's part of the goal. Or you want to make your music quality so that people enjoy being there. Mm-hmm. Again, I think most Protestant services services have this at least whether they know it or not, are doing this. Yeah. Right. You know. And it's been something that's been true for a long time. I mean, yeah. Handel's Messiah, you know, is a, essentially written for a church service. Yeah. Right? And I mean, there are all sorts of composers. Uh, Bach was famous for this, of writing uh, music for the church service um, that was intended to be new and uh, entertaining in a way. Like, it was intended to glorify God, but it was intended to entertain people, to be new and fresh and something that people wanted to come and be a part of mm-hmm. and experience that. And so, I mean, that's hundreds of years old. Right. This is, in some ways, just a new iteration of that. Yes. Uh, now, I think it's a gaudy iteration, but I think there are probably people who thought that Handel's Messiah and or Bach's music was a gaudy iteration of sure. what we're supposed to be doing at the right. time. I think that's yeah. worth perspective there. Yeah. 
and uh and also you know in fairness like there may be uh christian churches you know in south america sure. or africa or other parts of our world that might look at our christmas pageant sure. and say wow that's mm. a lot yeah. yeah you know you guys got screens and microphones yep that's a lot you know but <laughs> <laughs> this seems like a lot based on the culture that we're in mm-hmm. this seems like a level of extravagance that for me is just more of a turn off than a turn on right yeah. and uh, and i don't know i mean they're going to get a lot of people to their services mm-hmm. so maybe th- maybe you know 14 performances of this 14 performances yeah um, no i think the fact they themselves called it a performance right yes but so i think that also tells us something but yeah. but our you know, again, I think in the surrounding culture, does this draw people to you or push them away from you? And mm-hmm. even if though they might be selling out 14 services, is this drawing the greater America to sure. the church or pushing it away? Well, no, there's 14 services, people who have already been a part of it, right? Sure. You know, are those people who are already connected or are these people who are coming for the sure. first time? Right. Or is it, yeah, Cause dragging, it? dragging your college kids who are home yeah. for Christmas right. to this. You've got a thousand people in the cast. Well, everybody's got family, so that's, sure. yeah. You know. yeah. And their membership is 49,000 people. Sure. So, so yeah. I mean, so right I would there, imagine that selling out 14 shows of this is, I mean, that's that your membership. Deal. Sure. All right. Um, uh, so let's get to the response. Let's do it. All right. So just to be clear, Twitter did not like the performance no, <laughs> this 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 thing went viral for all the wrong reasons right yeah a lot of critiques and criticism based on this i mean like i'm sure there were some people out there defending it but most of what i saw was wow like yeah. like you know like you mentioned part of christmas time is celebrating the humility and mm-hmm. the smallness of the event uh and this is not that you yeah. know this yeah. is celebrating opulence and you know extravagance all right all right so the church then said you know what we should do we should respond yeah they're still gonna respond this yes. is their response classic mistake yes <sighs> uh for more than a quarter of a century oh prestonwood baptist church has pulled out all the stops in celebration of the birth of jesus christ during the christmas season we are grateful to have the opportunity to share this grand celebration of our savior with as many as seventy-five thousand people each year through the gift of christmas at Prestonwood, we believe Jesus deserves our absolute best, especially at Christmas. It's unfortunate that the perennial American tradition of the church Christmas program now draws hateful ire, hateful ire from some. We pray that they, too, may come to know the joy of Christmas and the love of our Savior. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's let's bring, you know, anything stand out to you that you want to, you know. Particularly, you know, irks. Uh, <laughs> particularly irksome. In, in this season of peace and joy, I'm wondering if perhaps remaining silent is my better right, option. Right, right. <laughs> I'm going to engage in a Facebook comment fight. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, like, okay. So, first off, let's maybe not humble brag about 25 being a 25 year old congregation like right a, I, I was like a quarter of a century wait a minute yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this congregation's younger than all of us right. <laughs> this is not that big a deal but they pulled out all the stops right. by the way 97 <laughs> 1997 okay. okay also 1997 should not be 25 years ago right. i know right so forget you preston baptist uh, uh all right so <laughs> Yeah, don't maybe don't brag about that. Uh, yeah. What did he say? The the tradition of the American Christmas. How did the he say? perennial perennial tradition of the American Christmas pageant? Did he say? Did he say American Christmas pageant? Uh huh. First, I'm gonna say, is this that? <laughs> yeah, I don't. It looks a little different. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, 
<laughs> if we're thinking like uh, you know Norman Rockwell traditions here, which I think is what I think of when I think of perennial traditions, for right? sure. This is like the Christmas pageant is little kids forced into a costume, <laughs> forgetting their lines, and yeah. moms and dads like smiling and laughing when the shepherd ine- inevitably accidentally curses during whatever. Right. And, sure. yeah. yeah, yeah, and baby Jesus Christ during the whole thing. Like, that yeah. is the yeah. perennial American. Uh, yeah. Christmas pageant when, when one of the angels in the middle of the service screams out, "Oh, Patrick's taking my picture!" Yeah. and smiles and poses. Yeah. You know, oh. huh? <laughs> was that mine? <laughs> <laughs> Who did that? Right. Do we know anything? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's exactly. So, uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, I don't think <laughs> that what they are experiencing is how most of America uh, would describe the perennial Christmas pageant. I also don't think that. The perennial Christmas pageant is the thing that we're supposed to be celebrating at this time. I think yeah. it can be a meaningful way for some of our younger, like, here's here's my, okay, real talk about the Christmas pageant for a moment, right? Sure. If we're using it as a way to help kids enter the story, great, let's do it. If we're using it as a way to, like, showcase our children so we can all ooh and ah and chuckle to ourselves, then scrap the whole thing and get rid of it. Like, that, that is not a worthwhile use of our time or mm-hmm. of our children's time. But if we're using it as a way to say, hey, kids, this is another way for you to understand this story that's really important, great, let's make sure. it happen and mm-hmm. let's do that. This, I don't think, is doing either of those things. This, I think, is celebrating their own money sense of themselves yeah, yeah. It's, it seems it's, to be oh we're gonna pull out all the stops by showing people that we've got enough money to do yeah. this uh-huh. thing yeah um and that feels icky yeah yeah I, well, they pray that you too may come to know the joy of Christmas. And the I, right. I They're praying that, for you. I pray that they may come to know the joy <laughs> there of Christmas. It seems like maybe, fight, fight. maybe we're missing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was really bothered by the line about um, we believe that Christ deserves our best, especially at Christmas. Oh, like, that, I, was, that's the one I wanted to talk yeah. about. Because I'm going to say, first off, that phrase, we believe that Jesus deserves our absolute best. I'm going to be honest. That screams like big boomer energy to me. It is. Yeah. That's the, you have to be dressed to the nines to even walk in the door of church on a Sunday morning. Uh-huh. That's, this is a country club. Sure. That's. Well, I, yeah. I, for me, it's just like, what should we do at Christmas, at, during service our best? And I think yeah. even like my generation and, and as, as figured this out and as it gets younger and younger to your generation and now to Gen Z. To your generation. Yeah. The, the desire for the best when it comes to church wanes, right? Like now Mm -hmm. with the desires for authenticity, that's what we believe Jesus deserves our authentic selves and our authentic worship at Christmas, you know, which I mean, I would argue is our best, right? Our best is authenticity. So not our best is the most expensive, the most elaborate, the most uh, fancy. That's not our best. I think that's what troubles me most about this because on principle, I can look at that and say, yeah, I agree. Jesus does deserve our best, especially at Christmas. But you and I have very different understandings of what our best is and what that's supposed to mean. Or like when when I think about best worship, flying drummer boys, it's just not (laughs) Not involved. It's just not not, that best worship. Like again, like, you know, when it comes to like the extravagance of like cathedrals or Christian art that cost tons of money and, mm-hmm. and sometimes took generations to build, you know, those things at least have a lasting impact of faith that means something. I don't think any person who walks out of Prestonwood Baptist Church in five years' time is thinking, those drummer boys saved my life. Like, right. like, like they touched my heart and showed me a, a, a savior who loves me deeper than I ever thought possible. 
when I saw that drummer fly over me. Like, well, it's not worship, not yeah. when we're talking about it in the strictest sense of the I'm word, sure right? Multiple. Or it is there's of definitely something. Yeah. There's definitely an opportunity for people to come to know yeah. Jesus at the end of it. Well, obviously, they'll do that 12 <laughs> times during that right. sermon, sure. and you need to go at least three times for it to stick. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. okay. Third time's the charm. Got <laughs> <Right>. it. <laughs> but I mean, it's not. It's worshiping something. Sure. Opulence, yeah. maybe, but yeah. not. This is not like your classic worship of God. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, if this is the best, if this is the absolute best American Christianity has to offer, maybe like the Christmas pageant, we should scrap the whole thing. Right. Like like if this is what we've got, then well, we've we've definitely gone so far away Mm -hmm. from like what the heart of the gospel is. Let's just forget about it. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been a good run. (laughs) (laughs) So we we'll see you for one more episode, and then we're <laughs> right because it's, it's already done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So that's a, that was the thing that happened. Any other thoughts about Prestonwood Baptist Church's Flying Drummer Boys? No. If any of our listeners out there had a ticket to this, I would yeah. love to hear. I want to hear more. How, yeah, yeah. I, I want to hear more. I, yeah. I, I want to be. I, I want to be cautious not to just like dump on somebody else's expression of their faith, right? I mean, sure. But it seems like there's a lot of stuff happening here that is not in line with what we're called to in the gospel yeah. e- and not even like, Hey, this is a deep reading of like, it's like face value. The Christmas story you're claiming to tell seems to stand counter to what you're trying to sure. proclaim here. And that, yeah. that's problematic for me. Yeah. And I think in the overall scheme of drawing as many people as possible to Jesus, I think this is doing the opposite of effect. Yeah. I think, but, you know, even as I say that, I'm sorry, I, I cut you off. I'll let you finish, and then I'll, I have the patience of an adult. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just think like this is definitely one of those things. Like, it may get in Dallas, in a suburb of Dallas, you might sell out your fourteen thousand. But the lasting effect of this TikTok or Instagram uh-huh. thing that has been spread across all yeah. of America, I think, is is really people are look away, being like, seriously, yeah, like this is what church is about no interest right yeah Yeah. like and and it it kind of like that authenticity that i think we mentioned like that's what our world really does long for if i wanted spectacle i can go see avatar in you know in 3d right now which you may or may not want to do don't get get me started get patrick and elise to talk about that (laughs) on their other podcast movies Uh, we disagree about (laughs) but but i mean i'm saying if you wanted spectacle it's there yeah if you want an authentic experience where jesus is at the heart of it I mean, I, I just cannot see that you find that in a in a in a venue like this. Maybe yeah. maybe these people can. I just cannot picture it. Yeah. And uh, and I think our world does want that. Yeah. So, whether they know it or not. So here here's my self reflection. Yeah. I, I yeah I have no interest in being a part of this press uh, thing, but we t- like they could easily look at us and our Christmas services and say we are doing the same thing. We just have a smaller budget. Sure. Right. You come to our Christmas Eve services and there's extra candles and there's extra decorations and there's extra instruments and there's brass and there's, you know, all this stuff happening that, yeah, Christmas Eve service costs us more money to put on than a normal Sunday service, right? Mm-hmm. There's more people involved. It's more planning. Like mm-hmm. we have our own version of opulence that we're playing into on a Christmas Eve service. And so they might be on a grander scale because they have a membership of 49,000 people sure. or whatever they claim. Um, but maybe this is more emblematic of a problem that we're all actually wrestling with yeah like i mean would any of us really want to go to a christmas eve service where you walk in and it's just a bare room with like a single uh, pastor and a you know organist 
and you know no brass no poinsettias uh no extra candles no like it's just a couple quiet carols and maybe a maybe a word is proclaimed sure and then you like i mean that's kind of the bare bones thing that i think i'm like reflecting on of like the call of the gospel and yet that's not what we do either Mm -hmm. and so while i definitely think this is guilty of something if I'm being honest with myself, I'm probably guilty of something too. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe. Because whenever I point at someone else, yeah, I got. I mean, it's always the case though. Right back at me, yeah, I yeah. But I, th- I think, I mean, it's always the case. But I think it's worth remembering, right? We can't just throw stones at Preston Baptist and say, yeah, it's their fault, and not realize, like, okay, sure. we we play into this in yeah. our own ways. Yeah. For the record, I think the quiet room sermon sounds pretty relaxing. <laughs> well, you just let me know. I'll yeah, come preach right, a quiet sermon right. to you anytime yeah, you want. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, some self-reflection of what every church out there is doing at Christmas time. Does this, you know, uplift us? Does it uplift Jesus? Is and is it, it authentic? I think is a great question yeah, that yeah, you're asking. Yeah. Yeah. Is, are, are we going through emotions of uh, that, that, yeah, that, that doesn't exist, mm-hmm. you know, uh, authentic, authentically in our own hearts yeah, yeah. or, or that ultimately seeks to put Jesus at the center of this worship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There you go. Uh, so since this is your last podcast of 2022, I wanted to take a, just a quick year in review and say, okay. what was your favorite blank of this Ooh. past year? And you favorite can fill in, blank. You can fill in that blank however you want. So movie, book, TV are easy, or food, experience. Oh. Mm, sure. Pilk, yeah. your favorite pilk drink? Nope, none of them. <laughs> no. I mean, I guess my least favorite pilk drink is also my favorite pilk drink. Because <laughs> right, because there's one pilk drink. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't like to think of yeah. it that way. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Sure. I'll go first. Okay. So we got a couple of favorite shows. It's whoa, 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 whoa. You get favorite. No, this there's is no, not how this couple. works. David. That is how this works. <laughs> do what do what you do. Right. Yeah. I've got two. Okay. They're both worth it. First, what we do in the shadows. That's great. That's good that was how right. I started 2022. All right. Nice. I think best show currently running on TV. Okay. Not something you would probably want to watch with your children. Okay. Season oh. season four this this past year. So. Yes. The yep. uh, hilarious darkly funny all right it's basically the office but with vampires okay um, on uh hulu on the hulu, on hulu okay. or fx on if you have oh, regular okay. tv right. which yeah. i do not um and then i've rounded out the year with wednesday on netflix okay love it i heard great things yeah not, not watch yet over the break i will try to catch yeah it. highly recommend it's out now okay, okay. Day when, day. can i watch it on days other than wednesday is that Yes. Does it, out of curiosity, does it come out? Do new episodes come out on no, Wednesday? No, it's Wednesday Netflix. available they, they seven days a, a week. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they do a week by week. They do a week by week with British Bake Off and things like that. Oh well, most things they do a dump. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. They should have done. So Wednesday is a dump. They should have done it every Wednesday. But Wednesday is not a dump. You said I should watch it. Now I'm confused. Ugh. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Just do uh, your favorites. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Uh, so I'll, you uh, inspired me. I've got a favorite show okay. um, that I'll throw out that I just started watching this fall. Uh, Abbott Elementary oh. uh, is one. It was. Uh, I think it's on ABC, but the mm-hmm. first season's on HBO Max right now as well, okay. and season two's running. Surprisingly funny. As a child of two public school uh, educators, I found it very close to home and entertaining. <laughs> Highly recommend. Um, inner city Philadelphia uh, school system. Uh, and then uh, I've seen yeah, a few episodes. Yeah. 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 Uh, my favorite uh, thing that I learned this year is that cactuses are really flipping tall. Oh, we've talked about this. I know, but so that's my favorite fun. thing. So, so, so tall. We did like three episodes in a row where you open talking it's about cactuses. It's my favorite thing that I learned this year. They're okay. really tall. Okay. Pe- more people should know they are taller than you think they are. Okay. My favorite thing that I learned this year okay. <laughs> is that manatees control their buoyancy by a constant um, string of farting. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Constant stream, like yes. perpetually farting. They're perpetually farting to adjust, like how high or low they sit in the water. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, mm. Okay. 
but at some, point, at some point you got to get air in right well they, so they, they go they to the do. surface yeah are they reverse farting like what's <laughs> reverse <laughs> they, they have a blowhole <laughs> i don't know like how would, how would burping be reverse farting like I don't, what do you I don't think reverse farting is? Butt? Yeah, like somehow, like, <laughs> like, how, like if, if all of it's coming out, somehow <laughs> air has got to get back in. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening to make them more buoyant. Less buoyant, I understand. I don't understand how they're getting more buoyant. Welcome back to farting. Manatee Fart Talk. <laughs> Beyond farts. Beyond farts. <laughs> okay. Uh, my favorite movie of the year is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. It's Everything about it is is worth watching. It it catapulted into my top ten favorite films ever. Wow, it's that good. It's on Showtime. You should just find a way to watch it. It's it is weird. I'll I'll, I'll be honest with you. You, you got to be able to handle a little bit of weird, but it mm, is great. I love weird movies. Yeah. Uh, favorite TV show? It would have been Andor, which is oh so sure good. solid solid choice. Uh, but we got a trial of Apple TV, mm-hmm. and I got to catch up on a few things and a show that I was interested in, but I never got to watch that came out last winter was severance hmm. and that is really really great yeah so, i've heard i've heard about severance but i have not seen it yeah uh, highly recommend it's also you got to handle a little bit of weird okay. it's high concept it's about like a work where they sever part of your brain so mm-hmm. when you come into work you forget everything about who you are outside of it and when you leave you forget everything you did at work that sounds handy yeah so but like you when you come to work you don't remember if you have a wife or kids or anything like those things and, sure yeah, yeah. And it's weird. I mean, like, it's a weird place that these people work and they're trying assume, to figure yeah. out. If they're doing that to you, it's not like a bakery. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're making flying drummers. That's right. <laughs> Crazy town. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there. And that's on Apple TV. Severance. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, if you enjoyed this year of Beyond Sunday, uh, you can find all of 22's, uh, 2022's episodes and all of our episodes at BeyondSundayPodcast.com. And you can share them out, uh, listen with your friends, one for every day of the 12 days of Christmas. Uh, and then uh, you know, bring in the new year with our new episode that will come out next Monday as we are back in the Bible again next week, right? Yeah. yeah. Colossians. Colossians. Yeah. So look forward to that uh, coming to your feed live in 2023. And we'll see if we're still around after that. Hopefully we'll be back. <laughs> on the Monday after that. But we want to hear how your Christmas was and whether or not it involved any flying drummers. Uh, so please send us an email at beyondsendepodcast at gmail.com. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening for this whole year, everybody. Yeah. yeah. We will be back. We'll see you next year. For yeah. at least one episode. For at least one episode. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, bye, everybody.